Yeah, well, we all have a lot of things to be talking about these days. I know. Well, we're we're in uh, we're in sprinter, I guess. It's kind of not quite spring, and it's not kind of quite winter. But I guess uh, I guess spring is on the way. That's, that's nice to look at. Nice vitamin D. So, listen. Yeah, the the budget. I know the budget came out yesterday. I get. And what what do you mean you want to raise? Come on, man, look around. I'm standing in my office, and you want to raise? <sighs> Take it up with your uh, MP or whoever that thing is. All right. <laughs> yeah, bye. Hey, welcome to season four, episode eight of uh, Niagara 411 Live with Lee Steria. Uh, yeah, we took a week off. We've been doing this sort of on a semi-weekly, or is it a bi-weekly? Bi-weekly, I guess, would be the right way to say it. We are sponsored by uh, Gales Gas Bars. They fuel this program, as they have done since almost the beginning. We also are supported by Virgin Insurance Group. We are powered and uh, executively produced by WeStream, Canada's premier streaming service. And uh, we are, I love this word, so I'm going to use it again, ensconced in this uh, lovely uh, pubbery in uh, downtown St. Catharines called Fiddler's Porha. Um, we have got a really, uh, I hope, interesting show for you uh, coming up today. I don't know if you remember uh, seeing on Niagara 411 this week the fact that uh, a local band, uh, kind of a semi-local band, going to perform at a bar. They had all their stuff out and they were going to get set up and everything else and do the show and boom, and they came out and they realized that all their gear, or at least a lot of their gear, had been taken. And you know what? Having been in a band, having done that before, not stolen things, I mean, having had <laughs> my stuff outside, I often wonder why it doesn't happen more, and maybe it does. So anyway, we're going to be talking, uh, talking then we're going to be catching up on uh, what's been happening over the last couple of weeks here in uh, Niagara. And uh, we'll be back and uh, to do that. And uh, by all means, we'll tell you also how to join the program. There were some things that got an awful lot of comments over the, uh, over the course of the week, uh, last couple of weeks. And one of those happened just this morning at uh, St. Catherine's uh, General Hospital, or I guess you say Niagara Health Center, St. Catherine, uh, however you're supposed to say it these days. Uh, anyway, um, 30 seconds, we'll be back with you. Thanks, come on in. I remember years ago there was, a, there was a, a radio personality that did a spoof on uh, car alarm commercials and uh, there's no way I can do it justice but it was introducing the brand new James Brown signature car alarm and uh, if, if the alarm was activated all you heard was hey 
Hey! Hey! Remember? <laughs> Sorry, a, a bad imitation, but uh, I don't know where that came from. It was just an old, uh, old memory. Ladies and gentlemen, what you are looking at uh, right now, before we get into telling you more about the program, uh, what we're looking at right now is a car uh, smashed through the, the, the window or windows on the ground floor of, uh, can we call this the St. Catharines General Hospital? I don't think that's what we call it now. We call it Niagara Health Center St. Catharines on, uh, on, on 4th Avenue, or whatever the hell we call it. Anyway, that's where we are. So if you've had any uh, contact or any familiarity with that building, uh, if you drive in off, uh, off 4th Avenue and you turn into the main entrance, you go around by, oh, Kevin's got the map up there. That's, uh, that's cool. So you come in from that, uh, that right hand. If I'm, if I'm not explaining this properly, Kevin pointed out to me, but I think I, I'm doing it right. The, the roadway that comes in from the right, that roadway right there, if you come in there, you turn to the left, and then you go around into where emergency is. And then if you go a little bit further, you go to the drop-off spot of the, of the main uh, part of the hospital. It's the main entrance. And then if you go a little bit further, that's where the Walker Center is, the cancer clinic. Well, apparently this car somehow uh, went through the window to the, I think it said the left side of the of the of the walker center and into the into the whatever it is where the there it is now we haven't heard any reports of anyone being injured but it looks like it could have been a possibility there but for the grace of uh, good luck and uh hereafter that uh, that it looks like it it happened. Now we don't we don't know Kevin whether it was a whether it was a health incident whether it was uh, just somebody going for the break and they got the gas or or what it was do we because it now I mentioned I mentioned uh, on the opening that it happened this morning it didn't it happened yesterday morning I'm, I'm correct on that right this time yeah bang on that was yesterday <laughs> yeah and again I mean being at the hospital wouldn't surprise me if it was a medical episode There's well a- that would be your first inclination. A lot of times, that's the root cause of some of these accidents that yeah. are reported on 411 is somebody has a medical episode behind the wheel of the car, and then, unfortunately, it's kind of a car out of control. But how but they how, end up perpendicular how, to the road, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, how in that position? I can see driving through emergency. Thank God they didn't. But, I mean, I can see that if somebody's driving in and they're under, uh, they're in distress. That I... That I get, but that particular spot, if it's the spot I'm thinking of that I just described to you, I don't understand it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Nick's saying left side of Walker Building, so I think that, I think where we were showing on the map is, I think and it looks consistent with that I think photo, it's pretty, I, I think it's pretty accurate. You know, the comments aren't really giving any more insight, just. No, just people. Drive through healthcare. Ha, ha, ha. Nice. Good way to bypass parking fees. Some of these comments all aside, though, I hope everyone knows okay. Pray there were no injuries. Yes, we all pray that every time. Saw that I went in a decade. Praying there is no one in the... 
Do these do these prayers on Niagara four one one really work? I guess maybe they do. Yeah, I just hope there's nobody on the other side of that. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, if that could be a spot where you've got a line of chairs, as in a waiting room, and people are waiting to be called in for their appointment, or they're waiting for their loved ones to come out from an appointment, or something like that. Hopefully, that was not the case. But I think we would have heard more about that. Look at this comment here from Morris. This is exactly what I was was afraid of. I was walking along that wall when the car went through the window the glass sprayed my feet. I was that close. Oh, Morris, if you're watching this show right now, uh, call us. Get in touch. I'd love to have a conversation with you so that you can describe this. And that gives me an opportunity to really explain how Niagara 411 Live works. You are watching this feed right now, hopefully, on uh, Niagara 411 or on WeStream or one of our sponsors' sites. And the only thing that you need to do to come in and have a chat with us is uh, click on, uh, on that Zoom link right at, uh, right at the bottom of the, of, of the page, right down, right down there. And um, Kevin will get you into what we call our green room, our waiting room. And uh, all you need is a, either a phone or a, a, a laptop or a tablet or whatever that has a, a working camera and a working microphone. And you can pop on and tell us your experience or fill us in, give us information that we would really like to have. And hence, Niagara 411 Live. And we are live in the moment. And uh, that was, uh, it always, it always concerns me when we see something like this and very rarely, and maybe it's because uh, of the, the desire to protect the person that was behind the wheel of the car. Maybe it's because that person was, was ill or, or did have a problem or whatever, and we don't want to embarrass them or their families or whatever, but it's still, I guess the curious minds of the human spirit is to say, hey, I'd like to know what caused that. I don't hold anybody necessarily in any disregard, but I still would like to know. I'm still curious. Yeah, I see it's, this. Maurice followed up Lee and said, my feet are fine. It was scary. I heard the car accelerate and come right through the glass. That's freaky. So, well, he said he was walking by the wall. Does that mean he was inside the wall or outside? The wall? I, I think so. My assumption is it's inside. And then if the glass fell at his feet, right, he would have been inside. Holy crap. So you would never expect that. Like William Shatner would say, I mean, the good well, thing is, right, I mean, if anybody needed medical attention, they're in the best place. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, as ironic as that is. Hmm. There we go. My neighbors who were there at the time when this happened told us that the driver is a frustrated cancer patient. I hope that's not the case. And again, I mean, well, that that's would, total if, hearsay. Yeah, total hearsay, and that would, int that would intimate that the person drove in there on purpose, but we can't. Yeah, and I mean, Simon says he is not a cancer patient. Get your facts straight. So again, yeah. I mean, you so gotta... it's all over the all over the place. Yeah, drive mm -hmm. through at the hospital. And the last thing we want to do is uh, spread any sort of rumor one way or the other. But you know what, Lee? That's all about like being able to filter comments through your own brain, yeah. right? And the guy that exactly. said I was there and the glass fell at my feet. Yeah, that's a believable comment. 
the person yeah, saying... Yeah, because that's what happened to me. I'm not making up why. My, my neighbors yeah. told me. So now how many degrees of separation are we? My neighbors told me that it's a frustrated cancer patient. Yeah. And that's why they I don't, don't accept hearsay in courts of law. I don't care what your neighbors told you. What did you see? The Niagara Health posted that there were no injuries. I was just going to read that one, yeah. Uh, I was just leaving my shift when this happened. Joanne Scheibel. The driver might have been. Well, there you go. Might have. Well, that kind of discounts that. Okay. uh, (laughs) Did you see the last one? Oh, no, no, no. You want to throw it back on there? No, no, it's okay. It says, hey, you can't park there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, I'm, I'm sorry for laughing at a uh, at a at a serious incident, but there's so much discussion about parking at hosp- hospitals. I thought that comment was was brilliant. Hey, you can't park there. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Um, and again, we can only have some sort of levity because we know that there was no one hurt. In that, uh, in that incident. Uh, I do want to once again uh, welcome Gail's Gas Bars uh, for fueling this program. They have almost from its inception, uh, and I really do uh, thank them for sticking around and on board. Verge Insurance Group, you'll see at the top of your screen, uh, also with us on a, on a regular basis, uh, another homegrown Niagara business, which is what this is all about. If you have a Niagara business, you want to be a part of this program. It's really, really at a, at a cost per thousand sort of reach. It's so, so inexpensive and so effective as an advertising tool here in Niagara. It is uh, a program that's uh, designed by Kevin Jack, who uh, is a partner with uh, Brandon Scram in WeStream, Canada's premier streaming service. And the reason I bring that up right now, now we're going to be bringing on, uh, just to let you know, uh, one of the best web and brand uh, managers and designers in Niagara, William Wooldridge of SQL Media, uh, a web design and branding agency. We're going to be bringing him in in just a couple of minutes. Kevin, you guys have been super, super busy at uh, at WeStream, I want I want you to do a couple things. Uh, unless we've got William ready to go, and then we can put this on hold. However, you want to handle it. Uh, you know what? Let's chat a little bit. WeStream. Uh, we got William here in the green room, but we're just uh, ironing out some audio tech things. Okay. Uh, so we're just working on that at okay. his end. So hopefully, we'll iron that out and yeah, get him so back let's, in. Yeah. So let's so let's do this. Uh, I host this thing. Uh, I am the uh, I, I'm the chief cook, bottle washer, and voice behind uh, Lee Sterry Voice services here in Niagara. I do uh, um, uh, vocal work for retail businesses. I do voiceovers and uh, audiobook recordings. Got about 30 books or more uh, right now on Audible Amazon. And so that's that's my job. And uh, Kevin came to me because we're ex-radio buds and said, uh, hey, let's do this show. And that was about three years ago now, I think. Um, so here we are. But uh, Kevin, uh, I'm the talking head of this uh, brain trust that we <laughs> have going here, and I use that word uh, loosely. Uh, but WeStream is truly the unique element in this, uh, in this recipe. So 
fill us in just quickly on what you do and then what you've done this week. You've been busy. I mean, what we do is we set up, just like you're watching right now, on location, multi-camera, dynamic, live-produced, live streams. You don't always get as as professional a host as this. You don't always get that. And uh, and what we've been up to, it's funny, you know, we're old uh, radio colleagues. Yeah. And on Friday, for the first time, Lee, I am going to be back in the White House at 610 CKTV, only this time, not as a radio host, this time as the co-owner of WeStream. Wow, look uh, at you go. Former mayor of St. Catharines and now drive host, Walter Senzik, invited us to come into the studio and chat about live streaming and the effect of live streaming, kind of on the tails of Ray Spiteria, the Niagara Falls Review. He wrote a nice article just that talking... That was a nice article. Yeah, about how the city of Niagara Falls has been able to leverage live streaming through a service provider like WeStream to reach more people, make events more accessible. Which we've talked about on this program before. And that's exactly what we do. Now, this week in particular, boy, oh boy, were we busy. Um, <laughs> I spent last Thursday, Friday, Saturday um, at an Air Force base. WeStream, this little company in St. Catharines, actually does work for the Canadian media, or sorry, the Canadian military. Yeah. So we were at CFB Trenton, setting up on Thursday, and then streaming some hockey games on Friday and Saturday. And later they on, they great. Yeah, later on in the show, Lee, um, we'll share some of that stuff. I'll show you some footage from that. Um, last Monday, we were doing a wedding out at Niagara Falls. That looked fantastic. The bride had a rainbow dress. I have to share some of that a with you. A rainbow dress? You know what? It, it was actually pretty spectacular. I, I never seen anything like it and you knew that right. uh, you know when she was growing up she's like I'm not getting married in a white dress. Okay. Um, so we did that and then um, gosh just yesterday kind of a last minute impromptu thing but Jennifer Jones the legendary Canadian the curler, curler gal. Six time Canadian champion um, one time, I'll say one time, Olympic gold medalist. She was in town in Niagara Falls to promote the Grand Slam of oh. curling event that's coming up in the fall. Love Jennifer. And then she was nice enough to do a little fireside chat with the people of um, the Niagara Falls Curling Club. And our son Alex, he curls there as part of their Little Rocks programs on Sunday morning. So <laughs> Little Rocks, that's good. They came to me and said, hey, can you put this together? And just so you know, we did that for absolutely no charge. Because organizations like that are built on the backs of volunteerism. Yeah, but so, don't let that go to your head. Not everything is for no job. No, I know. Not everything's not everything's free. So it's uh, it's been it's been really busy, and uh, and we got a lot. And I want to share some of that video with you, including yeah, we'll some do of that the, a little bit later. Jennifer cool Jones, interview. she is the rock star of Canadian curling. I yeah, think. absolutely. But we do have uh, we do have William here. And, All right, uh, I think he's I think he's good to go. We got him good to go. William uh, Waldridge. Uh, is the owner, operator, COO, CFO, AHO, whatever, of uh, S. Keol Media, web design and branding agency. Uh, he uh, designed uh, and uh, put together my website for me when I reached out and said, I have no idea what I'm doing. I know I need this thing, but I don't know what I'm doing. And William to the rescue. William, how are you today? Good. How are you doing, Lee? I am well. We've got you okay. You can hear me. You can see me, and all the rest of it. I can hear you. I can see you. Yep. All right. And and just a couple of weeks ago, uh, out of the blue, you um, took it under yourself to redesign the Niagara four one one logo, didn't you? I did. Yeah. 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 I did. I noticed that it uh, hadn't been updated. I think since we since we started it, um, I thought. How come nobody is just 
given a little revamp to it. So I, yeah. I did it and kind of sent it off and didn't really expect to hear anything. And Nick liked it? Yeah, they loved it. They used it. And yeah, Nick used it and loved it. Sent me an email back thanking me and shared it shared it a couple times on the, on the platform for me. And yeah. All right. Uh, b- before we uh, before we get an update from you about what you came here to talk to us about, uh, I want to know I want to know a couple of things. The first thing uh, is the name of your company, S dot or is that I'm pronouncing it right? Keol Media. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, website in Britain. Where did where yeah. did that where did that come from? Put that into perspective for us. So, Eskiel originally was a different business called Sokiel, and that was back when I made music. Um, soul, because everything I did at the time, all the music and everything was for my soul, it was passionate. And Keel is actually pronounced, um, it's not the exact same pronunciation, uh, it's okay. spelled C-O-E-L, and it's Gaelic for music, and my wife is part Irish. Oh, uh, okay. So, 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 and so. then when it... So put the SQL together. Is it SQL? It's SQL, yeah. So when we when I transitioned from being an artist to doing this, I wanted to separate the two, so I just dropped the the soul and just made it SQL. All right. Now tell us about you. Who are you? I'm Will, web designer, uh, creative entrepreneur. I've done a lot of things in the music world, a lot of things in the business world. And uh, outside of that, I'm just a normal guy. Now, um, you were uh, involved, correct me if I'm wrong, because I just know bits and pieces of stuff that come back to me, because I'm mm-hmm. getting old, I forget things. Um, is, <laughs> yeah, you, were, you dabbled for quite a while in the urban music uh, world, did you not? I did. I did, yeah, I had an album in HMV in 2016. Um, pre-pandemic, I was nominated for uh, Promoter of the Year at the Niagara Music Awards. Um, toured a good chunk of, uh, like, Ontario, parts of out west. Okay. Not a lot, but some parts of out west. Yeah. So, what what made you uh, slide into this, this realm, this uh, web design and uh, media branding world? Mm-hmm. Did it again, sir? Pardon? What? Well, it, okay. What, what? What? What propelled you into the web design and uh, media branding kind of world? Um, so I was building websites and doing graphics for myself at the time, um, as well as a couple other artists I was working with. And it just it got to a point where uh, businesses just started reaching out and saying like, hey, if you can build a brand in the music industry or build a brand doing event promotion, what could you do for us? Mm. Um, and that kind of led me into helping them. And then from there, it, it opened up the doors to helping develop brands, and putting guidelines and strategies together. And then that kind of led me down the path of like, hey, I build websites for myself and people within my own circle. Right. Let me... See if I can build websites for you, and you know, one thing led to another, and here I am. Here you are. All right, now uh, let's get to the meat that's left on the bone here. Um, you've got something going on that you wanted folks to know about, and what is it? Uh, let mm-hmm. us know what's happening. 
So I'm giving away a free website uh, valued at $3,000 from now until it was officially April 1st, but I'm going to extend it to the 10th. Um, To the 10th, okay. Full full details are at sbl.com. There's a little banner you'll see that says it's our birthday, and you click on that. Um, So basically, you just have to send an email, let me know why you would benefit from it, tell me a little bit about what your business is, and you'll be entered into a draw, and then we're going to pick a winner live and give them a $3,000 web design package. Um, we're going to throw in a couple months of maintenance as well for free and uh, you know, help out whoever needs it. How do you make the decision as to who wins the package? Um, I've got some, some people, some friends of mine that are going are gonna to pick it for me, so... Okay. I won't be involved in the actual picking. Is there a, is there a criteria? Like, if you're entering a contest, there's usually a criteria by which these mm-hmm. things are judged or picked or whatever. So, uh, let's say that I want to. I know you've already done a website for me, and I love it. Mm-hmm. But um, let's say mm-hmm. I want to participate in this project. What what do I do? What is the criteria that I have to give you to enter the contest? Um, just gotta send an email. Yeah. To info at sbl.com and let us know why why you you know like tell us about your business obviously and then let us know like what it would benefit you to have a free website why this website would you know help you and, and from there we'll just we're just gonna pitch okay pretty straightforward all right yeah, so it's just uh, um email you tell tell you about their uh business what they want to do how they want to do it and yep. uh, i want to mm-hmm. s- I, I would. There are so many different kinds of businesses. I mean, there's there's business to business. There's business to consumer, like retail uh, type things. Uh, and I'm assuming, depending on what this person wants, up to and including three thousand dollars. Let's say you want to put an online store, for example, for somebody to sell their sunglasses or whatever. That can be all part and parcel of the kinds of things that you do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, three thousand is like our top, our top package. Yeah. Um, so it could be anything from they need a landing page to a full e-commerce setup. Right. To uh, you know, just like, just like even an update to their existing website. Okay, so it's it's s dot keyol dot com, correct? No, there's no dot. It's there's no dot. Oh, it's just s k just s k e y o l dot com. Correct. Yeah. That's easy. That's easy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, um, how how is it that this web design? I'm trying to figure out how to frame this question. Because uh, when I was running radio stations, et cetera, way back in the way back in the caveman days, if you will, of of web uh, presence, websites, et cetera, we all knew back in the day. This is even pre Facebook and all that hoo ha. We knew that we had to have a website because everybody told us, "Oh, you got to have a website." The problem is, mm-hmm. as you can be well aware, in the early days, okay, we got to have a website, but what the hell do I do with it? <laughs> you know, and I mean, that has been, mm-hmm. and I still see a little bit of that today. We've gotten a lot more sophisticated 
than we were. But I still see businesses, uh, small, medium, and large, frankly, that, I mean, they got a website, but they really just don't know what the hell to do with it. Can you offer that kind of advice and consultation as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, how to market it, brand it, get it out to the public. Um, yeah, 100%. That's something that we definitely do as well. And so I'm assuming there would be like a Q&A that you'd go through with a business so that you could kind of get an idea about what it is that they want to accomplish. Yeah, it's, it's usually done either like video chat or I'll go to the business and sit down with like the management team and just say like, what are you guys trying to achieve with your website? What is the purpose of this website? What are the goals that you want this website to generate for you? And then from there, we come up with a, yeah. a plan to tweak the website to do that and then a contingency after that or a continuous after that plan. Yeah. So... Uh, I imagine it must be interesting to try to figure out with a client as to how much of their business or how much of their product should be online and how much of it should be um, should be like bricks and mortar in in real because the businesses would fall all within a parameter of well you know. You know, maybe you shouldn't do it all online, or maybe you can. Is there any business that just can't do their stuff online uh, without without hurting their business? Like, it's such a it's like the wild wild west. Still, is it not? We no, froze. we may have frozen. We froze. Yeah, we froze on him. There. I asked. I asked a question that was too long. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see if we can get him back. Okay. My apologies for that. That's all right. You know, technology works until it doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just got booted that's exactly over there, but that's okay. That's exactly what I was talking about. Everything is, uh, every everything is fun until somebody loses an eye. Okay, here you know what we got, William. We got William back here. So, William, just a little interruption there, but you can pick up where you left off. Yeah. So, did you hear my last question? I, uh, you start. No, you started it, and I lost you. All right. My question was, is there a business that doesn't benefit by having um, a social media presence, a website or whatever, or, should, or is it something that's presence? good for everybody? Uh, social media would be good for everybody because uh, it gets it out there. People can find you and interact with you. I think... Every business should have some sort of a website. What's on the website ultimately mm -hmm. depends on what your business is. But I think everybody should have some sort of a... We live in an era now where everybody's pulling the phone out and they're looking up your business. So there should be something there that we can find that right. will show that consumer what you do, what you offer, how you offer it, and how I can purchase it. Okay. Uh, we can hear you. I've, I've kind of lost your your video a little bit, but that's okay. So before we let you go, um, let me get again from you the details of how somebody that really, really would like to have a super website participate in this promotion that you've got going to, mm -hmm. to have a website up to $3,000. That's pretty high, high profile. What do we do? How do we get in there? Uh, so send me an email, uh, info at skill.com, 
S-K-E-Y-O-L.com, where you can visit the website, um, and there's a, a link you'll see right at the top. Um, and then just send an email, let me know why you would benefit from it, what it would mean to your business, how it would help your business, and ultimately tell me a little bit about your business, and uh, we'll be picking the winner around the 10th of April. Okay. Uh, and I, are, are you going to, uh, when you announce the winner uh, of this, or announce the business that you're going to build a website for, um, mm-hmm. make, make, make sure you let us know who it is and publish that website so that we can see it because you know it might inspire other people to say hey i i need one of those 100 <laughs> percent. yeah okay mate listen um uh, i love what you did for me and uh i paid uh, just so that somebody is is watching this and wondering oh man i can't afford three thousand dollars well I didn't pay. I didn't pay anywhere near three thousand dollars. I paid a fair price for what William did for me. We negotiated, and and uh, because I asked questions and uh, he answered me, and I mm-hmm. tried to I tried to figure out what I needed, and uh, and and you priced the product um, uh, according to what my needs were for my website, mm-hmm. and uh, and it wasn't three thousand dollars. Uh, but I was willing to pay it because it, it turned out great. So um, I just wanted to point that out, that you don't have to go in and write your $3,000 check to have a decent website. 100%. Uh, we, we look for your budget, what you need, and, and then ultimately what you want in a website, but also what you need in a website, and then we go from there. With you, I think we... I think we negotiated uh, three or four times on the price and the functionality. Oh, yeah, we, we ultimately we built. <laughs> yeah, and then ultimately we built your website, and then I, I think we actually met up um, where you are now there at Fiddler's. Yeah, we had lunch here. Manage it a little bit. Yeah, and then I showed you kind of how to manage it yourself, the aspects that you needed. So it's time it for another lunch, by the way, because I paid for the last one. Thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, man. Listen, uh, uh, pleasure to chat with you. Good luck with the business. Keep us, keep us posted, and uh, uh, and let us know how the how the whole process plays out, man. Take care. Thanks for spending your time on your lunch hour with us. No problem. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. See you, William. William Woldridge, uh, Chief Cook and Bottle Washer at uh, SQL Web Design and Branding Agency. S K S K. Why do I want to do this key? S K E Y O L. Very cool. I, I like how. Um, Dot com. As a musician, he developed a skill set that was marketable in other avenues that he didn't yeah. know he was doing. You know, yeah. very organically as a musician, you got to figure a lot of things out, including how to promote yourself, how to yeah. brand yourself, and and through that said, hey, hold on a second here. These are transferable skills. So. Maybe yeah. I'm not going to be in a music studio anymore, but I can I, I can service myself to other clients across Niagara. And I know we did a great job on your website. So yeah. if anybody's looking for uh, for something that's affordable and effective, uh, SKOL Media. And he's right there on and, Facebook. And, and by the way, I own. Um, you can do things in different ways uh, with and with other web designers as well. Not just William, but I mean, I'm not uh, I'm not saying that it's not available through other companies. But, um, for example, it is just what you need. I don't need a website that's updated every day because I have different stock to sell. Every time I sell a pair of shoes, I don't need to have the stock change. You know, all, all, that, all that stuff. 
um, because companies that do that usually have a company like Williams that does uh, uh, like monthly maintenance and things like that to all their all their stuff. Well, I don't I don't I don't need that. So I am in total control over everything that's on the on the site. I don't. I uh, I bought it. I paid for it. I own it. Uh, I don't pay a monthly fee. I don't other than for uh, other than to host it, and that's the platform. Everybody pays a, a a yearly fee to be able to have access to the internet. But what my uh, what my point is, I own everything that I have that's on there, and I can do whatever I want with it. And uh, he built it, told me how to do it, and then I do it, and then I make a mistake, and then I call him, and he tells me how to fix it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so uh, if you want to have a look uh, at mine, mine's just a splash page type uh, uh, website. It is not complicated at all. It's leesterry.com, and that's about as complicated as it gets. And that's a good piece of advice, Kevin, that I received, and you probably did as well, is don't, don't have some sort of fancy schmancy like thing, like simple is good. LeeStary.com. That's it. Simple. Yep. Simple, brother. Um, coming up on the show at about, gosh, about eight minutes, real interesting story. We're going to talk to this guy, South River Slim. Uh, he's an artist, and he was down in Crystal Beach on Saturday, had his stuff stolen, had his gear stolen, and the idiot thieves put it for sale on Kijiji in like under 24 hours. Crazy. But uh, you probably saw that. And uh, Lee, another crazy story is, and you and I talked about this, this goes back to a week ago. It was last Wednesday evening when, um, I guess down in Pelham, some motorists said, hey, there's a guy sleeping at the wheel of his Acura. And, uh, and then things right. got a little right. hairy. And kudos to the NRP. Wayne Fleet men arrested for criminal driving offenses in Pelham. So here we go. As Kevin said, March 22th uh, at uh, quarter to 11 in the p.m., Welland officers from the NRPS responded to a possible impaired driver complaint in Pelham. Members of the public called the NRPS to report a driver passed out behind the wheel of a car in the area of Victoria Avenue and Weber Road. A lot of you will know where that is. Officers attended the area, located a gray 205 Acura EL. I don't know why we have to describe the vehicle, but we do. Stopped at the intersection. The driver was asleep in the car. When officers woke the driver, he refused to get out of the car. The driver put the car in drive, sped from the scene, narrowly missing the officers and their emergency lights attempted to stop the car. Oh, hang on. Uh, officers and other cars in the area. Sorry, I skipped a line. Officers activated their emergency lights, attempted to stop the car by conducting a traffic stop. The driver refused to pull over. Like, how dumb. Out of a concern for public safety, officers did not pursue the Acura. Because they have new regulations now when it comes to high-speed pursuits. After multiple calls to the police from members of the public to report the erratic driving of the Acura, officers located it stopped at the intersection of Victoria Avenue and Canberra Road. You'll also know where that is, sort of out in the out, out in the nether world a little bit. Officers blocked the Acura in preventing it from fleeing the scene. Well, the driver was told he was under arrest but yeah. <laughs> refused to exit the car. Wow, this guy is stubborn. 
Officers attempted to take physical control of the driver who resisted arrest. At 11.20 p.m., the driver was arrested after a brief struggle. The driver showed signs of impairment and empty beer cans were located in the front driver's seat area of the Acura. Cole Wesley DeBoer, 25 years of Waynefleet, arrested and charged with the criminal code offenses of, well, uh, uh, a litany, <laughs> as you can imagine, of, uh, of offenses. Offenses, uh, Kevin. Uh, th this uh, this fella's uh, gonna have to pay the piper in uh, numerous ways uh, over the last little while. But what I do, what I am happy—not happy. I guess happy is the wrong word. I guess I feel good about the fact that nobody died, nobody got hurt. The police officers um, do, did their due diligence. And when it looked like we were getting into or they were getting into dangerous territory with this dude, um, they just let it play out. And members of the public helped contribute to narrowing down where he was. And everything came to a harmless, I guess, uh, conclusion. And those are, those are the way you like to th see these things go. No, absolutely. And that's pretty much the sentiment of all the comments, Lee. But I want to draw your attention to uh, this one comment because it just made me laugh. So the guy arrested was um, Cole. I don't know if it's Cole De Beers. Maybe Cole De Beer. But here's what the, Boers, the one guy De Beers, said. De Boers. Well, I, I was thinking of like the Diamonds, the De Boers, the De Beers. Okay. Uh, invest more money in mental health and trauma. Oh, I was thinking of the one above that. Oh, the one above that? Yeah, the other one. That one's it. I wonder if he's going to blame it. On the the beer, oh, oh. Hey, that I, is clever. I don't know. That you is know. clever. I okay. I get I, it. That's that, that one. That one made me laugh. But really, Root? right over the old. You're running from the cops, and you got empty beer can tins in the front seat. Like, what are you? What are you even thinking? Well, you know you're doing something wrong to begin with, or you wouldn't have. Um, resisted as many times and I, I i know i shouldn't laugh because people like this can be on the road and kill people so it it's it's just the fact that no one was hurt um and um, kind of the same as the uh, the welland condo collapse right like we can yeah. all sit here and kind of from afar we laugh. can guffaw Right, but the reality is, like, thank God nobody was hurt. In this case, it too, it could I mean, have been terribly. You terribly got a guy that's disaster. impaired, that's fleeing from police. They said narrowly missing officers and officers' cars ends up again and parked. It, you know, that's probably ten, fifteen kilometers away by the time he gets to twenty-four in, in Canada. And I could, I could be making an error with uh, this stat because it's just coming off the top of my head. But it, there were uh, two, two police officers uh, died in the line of duty in Quebec over the last 24, 48 hours. And uh, there have been a number, I think there are something like six to nine a month across the country um, that are involved in situations like this. And the statistics of police officers dying in the line of duty is shocking. It is, it's, it's becoming 
I don't want to call it an epidemic because it sort of under underscores and undersells it, but it's a terrible, terrible thing that as many law enforcement officers in Canada are dying in the course of the conduct uh, conduct of their business. It's just, and and that's why these situations are refreshing in that this situation could have been terribly, terribly twisted in another direction. And thank God it wasn't. Lee, uh, we got a, just a minute here. Can we quickly thank our sponsors? And I'm going to get up um, South River Slim. Get we him can all thank set up, our sponsors. That's a, that's a bizarre story from the weekend that is yet to really reach its conclusion, and hopefully we can help with that. Yeah. Um, Gales Gas Bars Limited has been fueling this program as the way they have been fueling Niagara over the last 50 years and the next 50 or more. Uh, they are um, a living wage sanctioned employer which means that all of their employees full-time part-time whatever but mainly their full-time employees are paid what is commensurate with what has been determined a living wage for uh, Niagara's uh, uh, housing community also they are a rainbow registered company LGBTQ plus however many letters you want to put on that they have uh, applied for and are registered and are recognized across our province as uh, a rainbow registered company and that means that they are a safe haven for employees and customers alike uh, in uh, be it race color creed sexual orientation or whatever uh, that is uh, that is their pledge to their employees and their customers here in Niagara Verge insurance uh, brokers uh, also a born and bred Niagara company which is what we try to uh, promote here on Niagara 411 live with Lee Sterry Verge insurance group um, Mark Shirk and Blake Shirk and the staff always always uh, there every week with us and we really appreciate the fact that you're there if you would like to join verge and gales as a sponsor of this program please let us know uh, the numbers the reach the effectiveness of your advertising dollar uh, is second to none in niagara and i say that with all due confidence that uh, I'm not blowing smoke up your boot, uh, up your whatever, or as they say, pissing in your boot and tell you it's raining. I, I, the numbers back up what we do as being very, very effective for Niagara advertisers. So you want to get in touch with us? By all means, do so, and we'll uh, we'll add you to our corral of uh, of advertisers. Uh, South River Slim is joining us now. What do I call you, South River Slim? What do you want me to call you? You can call me anything as long as it's not late, late for, for the show. <laughs> late for a show, yeah. All right, so welcome to the show, by the way. Glad to have you here. And, uh, Glad to be here. Uh, love the T-shirt. Muddy's one of my faves. Um, yes. <laughs> Muddy Demand. Muddy Demand. Muddy Demand. If you want to hear some Muddy Waters, come this Friday. Buddy to St. Catherine's at right. Buddy's Bar. I'll All be right. there. <laughs> Should I try this? I'm a man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, quick Ooh, plug. Yeah. I'm a rockin' man. Yeah, at least South River Slim there. Uh, he's playing putties <laughs> I'm on a Friday. Man. All right. So, um, tell us your... Uh, tell, we, we saw the picture of your suitcase. 
on uh, on Facebook. And uh, having been in a band many many years ago, uh, I always wondered. I always I always felt lucky when we had our gear out of the vehicle into the into the club or, or wherever it was we were playing and hadn't lost anything uh, yes because it's it's all sitting out there I mean I've seen very very big bands with thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment with all their stuff sitting on a on a sidewalk in downtown Toronto and nobody is standing there looking after it because the guys are inside setting up the drum kit <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I worry about those. But this happened to you. Tell us your story. Okay. Well, the story is, uh, I, I came. I'm I'm in both Niagara Welland Welland area and Windsor. Those yeah. are both Rose cities. So it's funny. Eh? Yeah, when, it Windsor's is, yeah. Rose city, Welland's Rose city. Anyway, had a show in Windsor a Friday night, and uh, me and my good pal Grady Kaplan who's in the band came here and I have the other musicians are from the Niagara area here, the band's here mm -hmm. and came to went to Wellen and, uh, you know, uh, great. Uh, it was, we're good at locking the vehicle all the time, but you know, something happened. Uh, I don't know. I know that it wasn't broken into, but it was done very fast because it was only a, a couple minutes, like you said, and it was taken. Um, we didn't know it was taken until we were setting up and I would missed my booted my booted case my blues case with all my harmonicas in it and things and and stuff I always have that in front of me every time I play on a stool everything is there and I can look at it it's it's nice well when it's I was like looking your security for that place, blanket almost yeah yeah and and uh has so many memories from all the places I played uh, Mississippi and California and St. Louis the cases from St. Louis uh Anyway, uh, when we're setting up, you know, everything's in and we were good, like minutes and stuff. Uh, uh, I, I was looking for that case. I'm thinking like, where did where did we set it? Like somebody moved it somewhere, looking all over, looking at our things. And it's gone. Thinking, I know I brought it. Call the neighbor back in Windsor just to check the driveway, you know, but it's right. I know that it's not there. No, it's there's nothing there. And then Grady says, I'm missing my guitar. Oh, oh and, no. and he starts looking. So then it's like, oh, something, something happened. You know what I mean? We got a police report right away. Crystal Beach is Fort Erie area, right? Uh, yeah. That's the, that's the great. And they did such a fantastic job, but we did it quick. And then Crystal Chandelier, where we played in Crystal Beach. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the the they uh, everybody was searching like you know more than more than more than like like because I'm still in shock. We did the show great show <laughs> you know i just let it go from my mind anyway uh, somebody sent a kajiji clip saying like is this some of the stuff that uh, that you lot that, that was stolen right and i seen it and there was only three things and there are little things but all three things were missing and it was put up almost right like right like right away you know like early sunday morning or something um so wow. i gave that to the, i gave that to the police they did such a great job. They got, they, it took, I didn't know anything until Monday night at five o'clock, you know, and I knew that Kijiji, I was there and I was getting scared that those people would like, 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 you know, ditch it or do something because they had to know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they were found. Everything was returned. Everything? Um, 
everything except my case. Oh. And they probably, and they got rid of the case, I guess. It was in Welland at a park. It's on that police, uh, on a police, uh, a police, well, a, re- a Niagara Regional Police report that they put out. Oh, like a, like a, new, like a media very, release? A media release. And it's very uh, distinctive, this case. So they got rid of it in that park, supposedly. Yeah, and I'll just interject well, here. The, the uh, police report says Maple Park. Yes, in the, in in the area of Clare and Thorold Road. Anyway, go ahead. That's it. And I'm not original. Like I'm in Welland Lots, but I don't know all the layouts of streets. So I know I exactly where that is. Yeah. Yeah. And and I went there yesterday. Like, and it's a big park. Like all the outer outer reaches of that park. I walked all over the place and just to look for. Because if you look inside that suitcase. There's a million little things, and I was looking for a little thing because if that fell out, then I know it was here. Anyway, wow. what happened? I just got news. It's it's not the best news, but the Welland um, Welland Recreation maybe went to that park Monday, right. and they seen that suitcase, but it was thrown out, like to the dump. Oh no! But, yeah, and that I just got that right. As we like right in the beginning of this, oh. week, like coming on here, now. So is our next picture of you going to be scavenging through the dump? <laughs> yeah, well, they're they're going to look the dump, and then it goes somewhere else. Like they're going to look at that area. Oh man! But you know, I'm kind of sad. Like my eyes are bloodshot already thinking about yeah, it. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, Sean, I'm but, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that because those but things. I got my harmonicas back. That's what's important. Oh, did you get? <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, that That's important to me, but Case, I got my fingers crossed, you never know, because this whole thing, the police service did such an amazing so, job. So, so these harmonicas, your your harmonica collection, how many did you have, or do you have? Well, I didn't have them all in that case, but I had a lot in that case, and they're expensive. They're not cheap harmonicas, they're, they're like good ones, and plus, a lot of these harmonicas are special harmonicas, like some are from Germany, right from Germany that are rare. Some are from Mississippi. When I was down there playing, I got it at Deke's Harp Shop and he makes harmonicas for Ozzy Osbourne, Robert Plant. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a very big deal, but I got that, I got them back. And the, the officer had just told me that he found a couple other things that were in my case, another harmonica that is very, uh, that was very, it's an antique one, I, oh, and he'll, he's actually giving that to me in Welland today, and he's in Fort Erie. He'll be bringing that to me. Like uh, we'll be meeting up later today. Oh, that's well. So that's that's that at least is is good news, uh, yeah. and I'm and I'm happy to hear that. Let me ask you this: um, your your bandmate, uh, what Ghost Grady, had his had his uh, has guitar. Stolen? A guitar, a special, a special, uh, a special guitar. So you said made. you went on. You said you went on and played the show. Did you guys yeah. have enough backup instruments that you were able to do that? Like, how do you do the show? Yes, he Grady also plays steel guitar. Yeah. All right, and guitar. He had the one guitar they didn't take, which was a uh, a uh, country gentleman Gretsch. So he had wow. that. He had a steel guitar, which is very very great, but. There was pedals and finger picks and slides for that steel guitar that were in the case that was stolen. So he couldn't play the steel guitar that night. 
But you still uh, put on, but, yeah, but, then, but the show must go on. So you still did the that's gig. That's exactly it. The show must go on. So it left it from my mind to put on. And some, a lot of people said they couldn't believe like, like that, it, you know, it worked, but it did. And also, um, also the, uh, I lost track of mine because I'm thinking about that case again. I'm but, sorry, um, I interrupted oh, my you drummer, too. the drummer, Jim Glover, he knew a guy in Port Colburn. He, he drove down there. The guy had a, 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 a set of harmonicas there that he never used. He went and got it so I could, I, I at least played some, uh, you know, they weren't, they were like different harmonicas, but they, I at least had harmonicas to play that night on some of the songs, yeah. you know what I mean, that we do. So, because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't understand harmonicas and the fact that they all come uh, in different keys. Exactly, all different keys for different different songs. Like all, all harmonicas are, are not created equal. You got a D, you got an E, you exactly. got a right. So exactly, and, one harmonica doesn't work for everything. Yeah. No, no. Uh, so well, that's good. Uh, I'm glad you got a chance to do the show. You can't see it right now, but we have a picture of the case that you're talking about up on uh, yeah. uh, up on the screen, and yeah. um, you know. Who knows how much of it you will be able to get back in pieces. The more we talk about this, the more the that people is. know about this. The people that do know what happened or were involved in what happened. They're may, arrested yeah, and in jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, bits and pieces of these things might come yeah. back together for you. I hope so. And if anybody works for that, for the Welland Record, you know, that or the dump, like maybe there's some, you know, maybe there's something that you know or could do or, or put the word out. How do we find you? How do we get, how do we get in touch with you? Uh, you can go on any of the socials like uh, Facebook, South River Slim, Instagram, South River Slim, um, that kind of stuff. I just watched that guy with the website. <laughs> I got one. I'd love to get. I'd love to get. Uh, I'm gonna put in for that competition for the website. <laughs> okay, uh, good for you. I'm, my songs are all over. Like I write songs too. So unfortunately, right now I've been I, I'm changing a distributor. So um, my Insta or my Spotify had a big, huge numbers on it. But now I'm since I'm changing, um, uh, it's in the midst of putting all the songs back on. So, but Apple, uh, Deezer, all that stuff, YouTube, it's all on there for. Uh, for that stuff, you probably see that case somewhere. It's in some videos. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, um, um, we're going to be playing one of your songs at the end of the program today because oh, what we do uh, on this show every week when we finish, we highlight a an artist that has some connection to Niagara, uh, so yeah. that we can promote their their art and we can promote their music my family's been my family goes back in uh south river also hence south river slim but they go back in welland from like the early 1900s uh my great great grandparents are buried in font hill uh, brown's cool. burying ground i don't know what they call it so now. we're gonna play uh, the we're gonna play the ghost of rock and roll at the end of the show excellent nice nice pick uh the video on that i know has my harps in that case in it i believe on youtube yeah okay uh, so listen, uh, stay in touch with us. Keep us posted on how the um, how the investigation or how the pieces are continuing to hopefully fall together, and and we'll pass it along. So I I hope eventually you get all your stuff back. 
and I, I'm I'm so grateful for the whole Niagara community that all pitched in and sending links and sending things and looking all over it. When I went to that park yesterday, I talked to some kids and their parents were there. You know, I didn't want to scare them, but they all knew <laughs> they all they all knew they all knew about about that already. Like they, so it's it's amazing how much and the police are, the 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 Niagara Regional Police did a, just an amazing job. Like it's rare, it's rare that you even get anything back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, it just it, it was amazing. Kudos. I'll tell you what. I, I wanted to put just one more plug in. I, yeah, I, go. I, I hate to do this, but I'm I'm going to be doing the Rose the Rose City Festival in Welland. I uh, it's the week. It's the whole of June, but I'll be I'll be playing on that floating the nice floating amphitheater stage. Uh, on in on uh in the on, recreational um, waterway area june there? 17th yeah june 17th uh uh weekend it's uh it's it's great i'll be playing that crystal chandelier easter weekend it's and, and i'm playing this uh friday in uh in uh, uh st catherine's yeah, at putties, so you said anybody, on friday. yeah this this friday at putties in st catherine's if anybody gets any info you can also come to the show or 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 like like things like that anything like that will help out uh, greatly, and I'll have to look uh, for. I'll have to look for another booty, another case. Yeah. Well, I say uh, new beginnings are sometimes just as good as bad endings, so you never know. Yes, exactly. All and right, I thank you so much. It's uh, a pleasure meeting hey, you. A pleasure meeting you too. Good luck with everything. Thanks for reaching out too. Thanks All for right. reaching out. Um, All right. Today. Okay. Say hi to Muddy for me. Okay. I will. Thank you so much. <laughs> Take care. Bye. I'm a man. Okay. Um, I'm super happy that he got some of his harmonicas me back. Me too. I thought he'd lost. Uh, I thought he'd lost them all forever. Yeah, I thought everything would be gone. Yeah. But uh, That's, yeah. Uh, so there you go. So he's playing putties on uh, on Friday, and he's going to be back in the Rose City playing the uh, former Luminaqua stage, the floating stage there. So, and it seems like a uh, an all right, good guy. Good. Yeah. Good. Good guy. Rooted uh, solidly in uh, in Niagara. Now I know in uh, Windsor. Uh, as well, probably uh, areas where his wife comes from or whatever. So they've got probably two communities that they are uh, they are dedicated to. But uh, yeah, that's it's it's kind of a good news bad news story. You know, there, there's always there's always some positive things that come out of crappy situations, and uh, probably surprised that as many people stepped up to help him and his group uh, as they did because these guys. Um, they spend a lot of money on their equipment, and a lot of times uh, it's money they saved up. And it's not just just because you play in a band. Believe me, uh, you're not rolling in dough. You know, it's just it's it's not a license to print money. It's it's hard work, and you don't always get paid that well. And especially uh, when we're coming out of the last two or three or two and a half years of COVID, where live performance was pretty much unheard of. These guys are just, uh, and ladies, are just now starting to get back on their feet when it comes to performing live in whatever community that we're in. And it, uh, it hurts when you, when you lose assets that uh, are your tools of your trade. Um, Kevin, I know you were going to go somewhere. Talk to me. Uh, let's showcase. Tell. Yeah, let's showcase some of the stuff that uh, that we stream. That's where I was going. Been doing perfect. I'm glad we're on the uh, on the same. We page. are you know on the I mean? same page. Small little company here in St. Catharines that began in 2015 live streaming events. I don't think anybody in Niagara had ever paid a company to live stream anything. So it was a uh, a bit well, of a it was painfully obvious because anything that was up there was 
wasn't worth being paid for. Exactly. So now we're doing all <laughs> kinds of things. I want to showcase uh, some of what we've been doing. But again, uh, MSM is inviting us back into the White House. I'll be uh, on the air at about 2.30 on Friday with Walter Sensick on 610 CKTB on what Friday. What is MSM? Uh, mainstream Media. Oh. oh. MSM. MSM. Oh, so that is your, that, that's your cool lingo talk? Yeah, I try. Okay. I try sometimes. MSM. Yeah. Um, it's not like MSG. A week ago on Monday, <laughs> we uh, we streamed a wedding. And I mentioned this, and uh, the bride had on a very stunning oh, rainbow yeah. wedding dress. Rainbow dress. And I'll tell you when, you, when you see it, the camera didn't do it justice. Sometimes, you know, there's fine detail that the cameras don't always pick mm. up. But when you see it in person, you notice the nuance and the subtlety of it. Yeah, absolutely. And boy, oh boy. But I mean, what a better venue than the um, Oaks Garden Theater. Down in uh, down in Niagara Falls. I mean, look at that shot right there. That that is. I I don't like the word iconic because it's overused, but that was an iconic shot there of the Oneida Tower. Just like everybody else, you know, I I hadn't seen the bride prior to her making her entrance with her mother. So the story was with this family is um, they had met online playing a, a mobile app video game I think called Dragon Slayer. Yeah, and it looks like family, a Knights of the Round Table type thing. Yeah, her family is from, I think, rooted in Quebec. Her mom was very French-Canadian, okay. and he was American. So that's why they wanted the live stream. There were a lot of his family that couldn't come to Canada for the wedding. But, of course, what better backdrop right. than Niagara Falls itself? And, I mean, look at that. Needless to say, I was a little awestruck when the bride made her appearance and said, Wow, that's a rainbow wedding dress. She looks like a popsicle. And I'll tell you, like I said, right now... I mean, now, that good in a good way. When, when you saw it with the naked eye, Lee, it was, it was really fascinating. It was so well done in the detail. The, the upper portion of it looked like every other wedding dress that you've seen. So beautiful with the detailing and the, the beading. And, then, and I think she got it done by somebody, I want to say in Croatia. The A-line, then, the A-line dress skirt part. I mean, look at that. Just. Well, there's special colors. And are, is that her mom or grandmother? Or? That's her mother. That's her mom. Yeah, her dad had, okay. had uh, deceased, I believe. Okay. So so she's got some special colors on there, too. Yeah, I mean, here we go. They're oh, check way. that. Oh, what a great setting. But, yeah, that look over the falls. We we tried to position our cameras. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, there you go. A nice, great couple. Um, and you're skipping ahead. I mean, if, yeah. if, this was, if this was your wedding, you'd be watching everything in real time. Absolutely. And it's all archived, so they could go on immediately. They could, you know, sit there at night and re-watch their ceremony from earlier that day. And, and that's, that's the cool thing about what you guys do is the fact that it is, it's there forever. I mean, look at that. Right? Just, I, I know why they wanted to get married there, and it's because of that right there. Well, how could you not? There's a couple... And look at that. Look at that shot right there. Lee See, now they had, a, they had a wonderful theme wedding, and they did not have to spend tens of thousands of dollars to head down into the islands to do it. It's right in your own backyard. The horseshoe falls in the background. Yeah. It's beautiful. We're truly spoiled. And then again, you know, small little company here in St. Catharines, and we do work for the Canadian military. And I'll throw it up here and kind of explain what it is that, uh, that people are seeing. It's uh, here. There we go. Now Nicholson. Leaves it for Galbraith. Galbraith up the Sorry, I'll turn that down. So this here is the Canadian Military Women's Ice Hockey Championship at mm-hmm. CFB Trenton. So a lot of people don't know this, and we didn't until we got involved, is that, I mean, look at this camera work, Lee. This is just, you know, a couple of guys and some tech know-how. 
and we go into this arena, which was built in the 1960s. So the infrastructure there was not designed no. to have games broadcast live on the internet. You're not going to see anything in the NHL that is uh, better choreographed from a from a filming perspective than this. So the Canadian military every year hosts multiple sports championships on a national level. Right. They go ice hockey, ball hockey, slow pitch, golf, swimming, squash, badminton, volleyball, anything you can name. And it's really cool for the members of the military who are so inclined that they can, they can continue to participate in this sport at a competitive level. So mm-hmm. at every national championship, there are always four regions that are represented. It's the West... Ontario, Quebec, and the East. So in this final, you find uh, Ontario, represented by CFB Trenton, versus Halifax, and they were representing the East. The other two teams were Valcartier from Quebec, and out West was Esquimalt. And they have their, reg- their little regional playdowns to get yeah. to this, but what yeah, a yeah, cool yeah. experience. All the teams get flown in to CFB Trenton. They stay there, they're housed there for a week, and get to participate in this week-long competition that culminated... With the uh, gold medal game, and here we are in overtime. Trenton Halifax in overtime at one. Now, and and here here's the beauty of this is the fact that in previous years, decades, generations, in order for people to see these competitions, they would have to travel and stay in this community uh, to watch the games. And buy tickets and like going to the Olympic Games, etc. But at least in the Olympic Games, there are television networks that put them up. But with this kind of a this kind of a competition, there is no television network coming. There's no national coverage. People in Trenton and Halifax, uh, Quebec, uh, out west in Squamal, um, they have no way of watching their kids, their relatives. Uh, aunts, uncles, whatever, uh, play this game without somebody who's streaming it like this. That's their only contact. And Lee, to be honest, it makes us proud to partner with the Canadian military because it goes even beyond that. We had people watching and leaving comments in Madrid, Spain, in parts of Africa. Well, because militaries are stationed everywhere. So think about that. Think about the connection to home as, you know, your military sons and daughters are stationed overseas, and here they are, and they get to look right into the arena um, at CFP Trenton. And and you know what? I'm just going to pause a little bit here because this is overtime, and I think we got the winning goal coming up on this play. (laughs) uh, Congratulations to uh, CFP Trenton for uh, for winning. Oh, spoiler uh, alert. Also to... Uh, Spoiler all... alert, Kevin. Well, I know. <laughs> and want to get after this to... Uh... Looks like a nice facility, though. Uh, that's the... You know what? Cameras are amazing, Lee, because uh, this is a 1960s arena. Wow. There you go right there. There it is. That was the first period of overtime? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it was 10 minutes on the clock, so about seven minutes in. Oh, that's great. And there they go. And, I mean, you know, our coverage continues. And there's no, as you said, the East, or Halifax, Quebec, Ontario, and the West, there is nowhere, no way that those families would have been able to see their, their, their daughters, relatives uh, play unless they actually traveled. And how many people can do that? They can't. So, but they could watch it online in real time 
with uh, with WeStream's technology. That's great. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And then one more, Lee, if we can uh, continue to just sing the Kevin, praises of WeStream. The world is your oyster. I, just doing I, so much. I live to serve. So, you know, let's just, what now? So last night, and this kind of happened last minute for the Niagara Falls Curling Club, but the city of Niagara Falls is hosting a grand yeah. slam of curling event coming up in the fall, and it's going to be incredible. I'm a little upset with you. You have the best, <laughs> you have literally the best curling teams from around the world coming to Niagara Falls, and they're not doing it at the Curling Club, if that's what you're wondering, but the event is going to be held at the Gale Center. Right. But, of, of course, um, a big part of the organization is with the Niagara Falls Curling Club, and yesterday, six-time Canadian champion, Olympic gold medalist Jennifer Jones was in town for a media event to help Rockstar. promote the Grand Slam of curling, and then agreed to come down to the club and do a, uh, and do a fireside chat. God bless and you. Because our family, uh, my son started curling there in their Little Rocks programs on uh, on Sunday morning. Um, I love that name, <laughs> Little, Little Rocks. Rocks. I love that. And because of our involvement, uh, Steve Fish and some of the other people uh, involved asked us to come down. Hey, can you guys stream this? We said, yeah, absolutely we can stream it because, you know, they, they need some help with some of that stuff. Now, so, in this uh, case, you did it pro bono. Yeah, of course. So there's Jennifer Jones there, and here we'll just skip ahead. Oh, yeah, we love stuff. her. You're, um, you're actually a member of the Allison Curling Club. No, I curled there, but I'm not a member. You're not a member? No. Um, do you play regular league play? No. We stopped that a while ago, but I'm all about supporting clubs. Like, I, we still pay our dues to the same Hotel Curling Club in Winnipeg, one, because I know it would make my dad shine above us because he just loved that club so much. Um, but it's just, it's, it's, it's not that we don't want to support the clubs, but we're not home. Like, I think in April, I'm literally going to sleep in my bed four nights. You know, yeah. and it's just so we go and we try to do some stuff at the curling club. We practice a lot in Barrie right now. Um, we practiced at Allison during COVID because it was open and great ice, by the way. If you ever have a chance, great ice in Allison. Uh, ice makers, fabulous. Um, but yeah, it's just it's not that we don't want to play. It's just it's it's just a time thing for us. And if I am home, I really want to make sure I'm at gymnastics and I'm at dance and I see them play hockey. Because I miss out on so many things, I don't want to. I feel like it would be too selfish for me, to be honest, to curl one night a week. So you've you've had an opportunity to play with some of the best in the game. That's yeah. a Sean so Ford, the manager. Of the what curling do you say club, makes a great, great teammate, and what do you say uh, brings out the best in you with your teammates? Oh, these are hard. Um, best teammates for sure are selflessness. You know, like it doesn't matter how well you play mm -hmm. as long as you do whatever you can to help your team win. So, you know, I remember the first. Scotties we won in 05, I didn't have my best game at all. Um, but my team supported me, they believed in me, and then we made that last in off to win. Right? So at the end of the day, like, it's just about believing in each other, supporting each other, always having each other's backs, win or lose, and win as a team and lose as a team. And they're all cliches. But I knew, like, when I threw the, the draw in the semifinal of the Olympics when we won, I had to draw the forefoot. We make it, we go to the gold medal game, we miss it, you know, we're scrapping for a bronze. And I knew, make it or miss it, that the, all of those, my whole team would have stood there and said there's nobody that we'd rather have throw the last shot than Jen. And there's so much power in that. That's nice. So, what a real and, and genuine person. never taking the blame and always putting the team above your own needs. So for me, um, a good teammate, I'm actually fairly low maintenance on that. It's just more... <laughs> I, I need you know people that you're going to support you that will always have your back, 
will lift you up when you're down. But for me, my biggest concern is that I worry. Like if, I, if somebody doesn't look, I want to try to fix everything for everybody. So for me, the biggest thing is just honesty and just let, let us know what's going on and then so that we're not worrying and that we're focusing on the game at hand and not being distracted by trying to fix some, somebody's problems that you don't even know what's going on, but they're just off. So that for me is, is one. Um, Canada's uh, rock star of curling. Jennifer Jones. Uh, Ed Wernick, I know, would be uh, up there on the guy's side of things. He's a, sort of a generation before Jennifer. Uh, and there are a couple of others. But um, talk about the, the queen of curling for, uh, for Canada. And what a, I met her once many years ago in, uh, in Winnipeg. She mentioned Winnipeg in, the, uh, in, in her comments uh, there. It's a huge, huge, huge uh, curling province. Some of the greatest uh, curlers in Canada have come from out that way because uh, uh, it's cold a lot. <laughs> but uh, Kevin, you had up close and uh, personal contact uh, with her at, uh, at this event. It must have been kind of interesting. It was. She was so nice. I don't know why I would think otherwise. Otherwise, yeah. Uh, so nice and very genuine. She had time for everybody. Mm. Everybody that wanted a photo with her afterwards, she stayed, you know, the extra 15, 20 yeah. minutes, whatever it took, yeah. made sure that she got to shake every hand and take every photo. And and, and moreover, she said uh, quite emphatically that she wants to transition into a career in broadcasting. I well, don't she's think, got the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's going to have a problem at all. I mean, just name cachet alone is going to open that door. But the way she spoke, Lee, was like she was a polished broadcaster. And I guess if you're in front of the media eye for as long as as long as she has been and probably took some media yeah. training. She has the look. She has the confidence. She has, obviously, the knowledge uh, and the background and the history of the sport. I mean, what's there's nothing missing there. No. Uh, the only thing is time. When she talked about time away from her family and things of that nature, uh, it's a very time-consuming part of any sport is the is the broadcast side of it but uh, i'm sure she'll figure that she looked tired though man I, you know she, what? Probably, she looked like she was just bagged <laughs> probably a long day i mean she was in niagara falls for a little press junket and then she said she went to have a dinner at table rock yes. in the uh, what was formerly the elements restaurant i forget what it's called now my wife and i had our wedding reception there that's why i always yeah. remember it's called elements and then went down the tunnel and encouraged everybody you gotta go to the tunnel Oh, you have to Down do at the Niagara tunnel. Falls, so got to do the tunnel. So she loved all that, but um, uh, Grand Slam of What, what happened to her appearance on the show here today? I thought you had. I thought you had some juice I, here. I dropped the ball, Lee. I, I admitted to you before. I go. I was driving <laughs> away from that and going, "Stupid me." I'm just. I'm just embarrassing you because I can. No, and hey, it's it's, it's God's honest truth. As I drove away and said, "You're an idiot." <laughs> you have right at your grasp, Canadian. Champion, gold medalist, rock she, star. She wants to promote the event coming up in the fall. Queen of curling. And I can't even think to invite her on this program. That's all right. Yeah, pretty. That's okay. Pretty stupid. Pretty I've stupid bu I've booted a few things in my life too. That's okay. We got some uh, South River Slim coming up to end the program. Where do you yeah. want to go, Lee? I got to set up the uh, the outdoor camera, but uh, where do you want to go here? Well, we have had um, we've had a number of. Um, and we always see these in Niagara Form 1. The reason I'm hesitating is it's not that this week was anything special except for the fact that uh, we've had a lot of automobile accidents uh, over the last little while, serious automobile accidents. 
Um, and we were talking about earlier, I don't care what uh, visuals you put up on the screen or not, but I'm not sure, folks, if you've had the same experience that Kevin and I were talking about a little bit earlier is the fact that there seemed to be, and I don't know whether it's distracted driving, I can't, I can't pretend to say it's because people are on cell phones or because they're talking to kids in the back seat or because they're just, they just have their minds on other things and there's a shot that we showed you before about this car that somehow went through the window at the hospital the big hospital on 4th Avenue in uh, in St. Catharines and some someone mentioned in the comments that that was just just to the other side of the Walker Center so if you've if you're standing in the main parking lot of uh, the St. Catharines hospital or the St. Catharines what do we what do we call it? the uh, health center the uh, St. Catharines location of Niagara Health that's probably a good way to put it because um, it's not the St. Catharines General anymore, it's the, Ni it's the St. Catharines location of Niagara Health. So if you're looking at the, uh, at the front, uh, way to your far right, like where, where to my stage right would be the emergency uh, entrance. And then down a little ways beyond that would be the main entrance to the hospital where you would go in and do general registration or go to your uh, outpatient uh, clinic appointment or whatever and then right beside that is the Walker Center which is the uh, the cancer uh, area the cancer treatment area uh, and where people that have that horrible disease go for appointments etc and apparently this was to the left of of that. No one was hurt, however it was it was close uh, because one of the comments that we were looking at earlier said that this guy said he was walking along the wall and his car came through and, and the glass actually um, splattered on his on his on his feet. So but where I was going with this at the beginning is I have been witness, and Kevin and I were talking about earlier, not on the show, just before when we were getting set up, so many people running through stop signs, uh, running through red lights, taking chances, driving, uh, if not erratically, irresponsibly. Is it because they're on a phone? I don't know. Is it just because their lives, are our lives too busy that we can't just pay attention to what's happening around us? Is it because we have traveled these same routes so often we take them for granted and we just zip through? I mean, there's you could probably come up with a dozen different reasons or excuses for why someone would and, and barring a medical incident barring something like a heart attack or or, or, a, or a stroke god forbid that one might have uh, or or some sort of um, um, a reaction when they're uh, like a seizure or something when they're driving and, and not not with people can't help those things when they happen but the other things the other things that are just sort of lack of awareness um, Kevin it's it's, it seems like almost pandemic 
out there. It's scary. This week alone, Lee, and that was the conversation we had. I saw two. One just the other day, like a couple days ago, I was yeah. in Niagara Falls leaving the McBain Center. And if people have been down there, you know that if you want to hang a left out of there and go back towards like the Costco and Seaway Mall, or not right. Seaway Mall, sorry, Niagara right. Square. Um, you, square, have to, yeah. you have to go to the lights. There's a set of traffic lights there to make your left hand turn. And it's turn. a bit of a complicated area. It, it can be. But it's not. It's not off, awful, but it. But that area. I mean, I'm, I'm turning onto Montrose, and you know the light went green, and we're about to proceed, and then oh, hold on a second. There's a car that does not even acknowledge that there's an intersection here. Yeah. And a car just watched it go just right through the red. Yeah. It wasn't a case where you know they were trying to beat a yellow. No, this is this is red. It's just red somebody staring not, in the face. Just somebody not paying attention. Just not even paying attention. Uh, and 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 uh, people die when that happens. No, people die. No, so pay um, attention. And we've just seen seen too much of it. Once again, thank you very much for Gales Gas Bars, Jessica Friesen, and your crew doing an uh, an awesome job of continuing to fuel Niagara as you have done for the last over 50 years and uh, I'm sure more than 50 to come as well as fueling this program. Mark Shirk and Company at Verge Insurance Brokers, Verge Insurance Limited, another born and bred uh, Niagara Company. Kevin Jack, thanks for bringing us up to date with what WeStream is doing. You and uh, Brandon have a, 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 a hell of a company there and you're doing great things that uh, are putting Niagara or, or at least keeping us on the map. So uh, Thank you, Lee. Uh, congrats on that. It's always a pleasure working with you. you right now, we are doing this every two weeks, but uh, we may be ramping it back up to a, a weekly schedule. Uh, if you would like to help promote that, by all means, get in touch with us. The dollars are affordable. The reach is incredible. And um, as you have been watching while we're on the screen here, the Gales uh, logo, the Virgin Insurance Group logo, the Niagara 411 Live logo, uh, and Fiddler's Poorhouse as well, they're on for the entire program, which reaches 20 to 30, 40,000 people a week uh, or per show and, um, and uh, millions over the course of a, of a year. And I, I'm, that's true. Uh, if you would like your business to be associated with that and get those kinds of numbers, let us know and we'll, uh, we'll figure it out for you. My name is Lee Sterry. This has been Niagara 411 Live with Lee Sterry, Season 4, Episode 8. We're going to take you now to uh, South River Slim and the ghost of rock and roll. Have a great week and weekend, guys and gals. Angels haunt my dreams at night Tears roll down to the floor Whispers softly to me It's the death of rock and roll Where are the words of wisdom That lightened our heavy load Where are the sermons of the truth it's just a ghost of rock and roll